Hey guys, Renata here, and I am following up with my second episode of the Escape Room podcast. This still feels really surreal to me, but I'm a roll with it. Um, and this episode tonight is called Choosing You, which is a follow up to my first episode titled I'm a Bad Mom. Initially, I wanted to discuss something completely different, but a friend of mine sent me a sermon by my sister in my head, Sarah Jakes Roberts, and I thought that it was fitting to follow up with the first episode after hearing it. So choosing you is basically me deciding that I need to put myself back into the front seat of my life. A little bit of background on me is that I am a giver. I have always been a giver for as long as I can remember. Um, I'm a middle child, so I have an older brother, a younger sister, so I have always had someone that I had to share with. I never really had the chance to be selfish. So that's just kind of something I carry with me. I've just always been a giver. I am a giver in my friendships, relationships, just all around. And I never considered that to be a problem. And for the most part, I still don't. But it was sometimes hurt my feelings a little bit when that energy wasn't being given back to me. So um, I just basically chose everyone else. I am a keep the peace kind of girl. And I want everyone around me to be happy. So if that means that I am putting myself last then so be it. I can live with that. As long as the people in my house have smiley faces and the people in my life are happy, then at the time, I thought that that should have made me happy too. I realized later that that wasn't necessarily the case, that you need to find fulfillment in what it is that you need. So, I have just been taking those necessary steps to choose me. And um, I went through a life-changing event recently. I won't even say life-changing. I just got to a point that I wanted to start like stepping into who I was. And I just was, I knew that I had a bigger purpose. I knew that there was more for me than the role that I was playing. I guess you can say I was playing small. It's like I knew that I had so much potential and I knew that I was not created to be mediocre, but um, for the sake of people around me, I played small for the fear of, I didn't want to feel like I was switching up or outgrowing anyone. And when I realized that, look, God has so much more for you and there is so much more that you want to do with your life. Playing small and go cut it in a season. And so I started taking the steps to like step into the fullness of who I was and to do so unapologetically. And um, having someone to pour into me and like just affirm me and build me up was really life changing because. The things that this person saw in me, I was not able to see. And just having that reassurance, you know, it just kind of, it did something for me. I guess a light bulb went off in my head. And one day I got to the point that I was like, you know what? 
that person is absolutely right. That person is absolutely right. And for the longest time, I'm like, "Mm, I wish I could see what you see in me. I wish I can see the person that you see. I wish I can see how great I am. And it's like you telling me all this and I know you're not making it up because, you know, you come with some pretty accurate information. But it's like I couldn't see it. And then one day I saw it. I saw it. And um, the person gave me the analogy that I love and that I hold on to um, when I couldn't see the greatness that was like on the inside of me. And the person said that it's like a butterfly and its wings. It's like the butterfly can't see the beauty of its wings because of where its wings are positioned. It's like what the beauty is for everyone else to see. It's like everyone else can see the beauty of your wings, but you can't always see it because where you're positioned. But you know you got them. It's like you know you got these wings. And even though you can't see how great they are, how beautiful they are, everyone else around you can see. So I finally stepped into that role of, you know what, I'm just going to own who I am. I am going to own this role in my life and I am just going to take control of who I am. I'm going to demand the spaces around me. I'm going to walk in these rooms with my head held high and just own who I am. Not to be pretentious or be something that I'm not. I'm just going to be authentically myself. And that was a really defining moment for me because that changed everything. That changed everything. And so it's like things were just coming together. And I'm like, you know what? I deserve this. I absolutely deserve this. I deserve to be here. And um, I had to keep it real with myself. I had a beautiful pep talk with myself. And a pep talk was along the lines of, look, girl, you did the groundwork. It's like you did the groundwork. Um And it doesn't make you cocky or arrogant to acknowledge that you're worthy or blessed and that you deserve all of this good shit that's happening for you. Like, you deserve that. And for a long time, I let feelings of inadequacy, like, rob me of the moments. It's like, this is what you've been wanting to do. And I just kind of let fear and the idea of not being good enough rob me of that. And it's like... Girl, you've been patient. Like, you've clapped for everybody else. Like, you laid low. I've supported everyone. And it's like, it's your turn. Like, all that love that you have been giving out, it's time to save a little bit for you. And I came out of that pep talk with myself. Like, you know what, self? You right. You deserve it. And so... I kind of clung to that. I clung to the fact that I deserve it. And as a recovering self-sabotager, I can admit that. Hello, my name is Renata. I am a recovering self-sabotager. As a self-sabotager, recovering self-sabotager, it's like I would just talk myself out of certain things. I would talk myself out of certain things. I would talk myself out of opportunities all the time. And as encouraging I was, as encouraging as I am, I will say that, as encouraging as I am to the people around me, I could not muster up the strength to be that for myself. I could not muster up the strength to be that for myself. Um, 
So stepping into that, stepping into that and just owning the space that I was in was good for me. It was a good start for me. The downside of that is I'm still a giver and I'm still very much of an empathetic person and I don't want to feel like the bad guy because when I say yes to me, that typically means that I'm saying no to someone else. That typically means that I'm saying no to someone else and um, that still doesn't completely sit right with me. So I guess that is what this talk tonight is about. It is my coming to Jesus moment with myself that it's okay to be the bad guy in certain situations. Like certain things no longer serve you. And that is absolutely okay. And if I am at the crossroads where it's me or you, a former version of myself would have said, you know what, I'm going to just go with you and I'll be all right. And I got to stop doing that. I have to stop doing that. And I'm sure someone that's listening, you know, hopefully can resonate with that. Because, I mean, if y'all have it all together and y'all been choosing yourself all along, kudos to y'all. I'm so proud of y'all. But I am not there. I have not been there. Because it's just my personality. I don't know where I get that from, honestly. I honestly don't know. I guess it's how God made me. But um, as long as everybody else is good, then I'm okay. As long as everybody else is good, I'm okay. And for a long time, you know how you have a list of the people you got to take care of and then you're somewhere at the bottom. I was not on my list at all. It's like, I'll get to me when I get to me. And... I am finally coming out of that space and I just have to be okay with choosing me. I have to be okay with the fact that saying yes to myself will sometimes mean saying no to other people. Um, And it's really about creating those boundaries and it's like, okay, I will still do what I can for you. But I also have to be okay with saying, no, this does not work for me. And being okay with that. It's it's just really been a work in progress. It's been a work, work in progress because, like I said, I... <sighs> breathe deep, girl. Breathe deep. <laughs> That's my mantra I say to myself. Hashtag breathe, girl, breathe. I just have to be okay with being a bad guy. Um, I feel like life is going to change drastically in the next few months. And um, I think that these moments right now is like forcing me to choose me or them, me or them. You are your sanity. You are putting on a good face. You are making sure everyone around you is happy. Because it's not fair for everyone else to be happy and you are not. It's not noble. And um, 
I realize that I have a bit of a savior complex and I want to save everyone. But realizing that, hey, you need to be saved too. You need to be saved from this little toxic shit you got going on because that's not healthy. Like the way that I was performing was not healthy. Just making sure that everything was perfect and everything was good. I had to like really break down those barriers, that perfection barrier. And the more I say it, the more real it becomes. Like, girl, you are flawed. The picture is not as beautiful as it seems. There's some flaws there. And it's no fault of anyone else's. Um, So I hope listeners aren't reading too deep into that. It's no fault of anyone else's. But it's like when you come to terms with who you are, you have to start with you first. Fix you. And then conquer everything else. And the way that I am fixing me is by choosing me. And um, choosing you may look different to everyone else. So, like, my question that I'm going to pose tonight is, what does choosing you look like? What does choosing you look like? Um... For me, like I said, choosing me looks like saying no to people. Choosing me looks like I need to have my space sometimes. Um, Choosing me looks like take your money and don't be so responsible all the time. Like I am responsible to a fault. It's like I'm going to do the right thing and I'm going to pay my bills and I'm going to buy my kids things and I'll maybe get something for myself on clearance or maybe I'll, you know, do a little hookup or rearrange some shit in my closet and, you know, put together some looks. But choosing me now looks like treat yourself, do something for you. And it's hard. I'm going to be honest. It's it's difficult because, like I said, I've never been in a position to be selfish. But can I confess something to y'all? I have been trying a selfish thing, and it feels really good. It feels so good to just kind of have moments. And I'm not saying that I'm reckless with it. So whereas, you know what? Fuck them kids. Fuck my man. I'm going to do what I want to do. It's not that at all. It is. You deserve that. So you should go get it and have a moment to indulge in whatever you're indulging in. It feels really good to be selfish. I have earned that. I have earned being selfish. And I'm okay with that. I am learning to be okay with that. Also, while learning, and this is the hard part for me. All while learning that you are going to be the bad guy in some situations. You are going to be the bad guy in some situations. Um, People won't like your nose all the time. People won't like your nose all the time. And that has nothing to do with you. That's not your problem if people don't like your nose. Because I've realized people not too good with boundaries. 
when you start setting boundaries and telling people, you know that thing that you used to do to me? Nah, I know we used to do that, but we're we not doing that no more. People are like, be butthurt. Like, what? What you mean we're not doing that no more? Like, that's how I, that's that's our thing. That's what we always done. It's like, yeah, but I'm changing some stuff up now and we can't do that anymore. And people get offended. And oh my God, you're switching up. Oh my God, who are you? You're changing and people will shame you for changing and growing. What? What? How effed up is that? You will like shit on me for growing? For evolving? Really? But that's just the times that we living in. So um, if that side of it resonates with you, like it resonates with me, I'm just going to encourage you to just rise above. Like rise above that and, you know bruised egos only hurt for so long because that's what it's really a matter of when you when people realize that they cannot do to you what they no longer did it's like it's a matter of ego at that point their egos are bruised and hurt um and they just don't know how to deal with it but again that is not your fault it's like so lay out your guidelines for your life decide what choosing you looks like and then follow through on that. Choose you. Choose you however and whatever that looks like. Even if that means you are going to be the bad guy. And y'all pray for me because like I said, I don't, that is the only thing. Like I'm close to the finish line on this choosing me thing. It's like I've checked out all my boxes. I've like, yeah, I'm choosing me. I'm spending money on myself. I'm taking my self-care days. Um... You know, I'm going for my solo rides, I'm meditating, I'm doing whatever I need to do. And then I get to the bottom like, but you got to start telling people no. And I'm like, I don't want to be the bad guy. I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I got to get over that. So y'all pray for me. Um, But yeah, I'm going to conclude that with choose you. No matter how difficult or rough it is, um, choose you. I would love to finish this conversation at another time. So um, if you are on social media, if you're on Twitter, I invite you to come follow me on my other social media platforms. Um, I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Well, not dot com, but eventually, but no. It's just at the Nola Gal Guide. And that's T-H-E-N-O-L-A-G-A-L-G-U-I-D-E. The Nola Gal Guide. Um, and that is it. Thank y'all for rocking with me. Share this with a friend. And I am signing out. Y'all be well.